It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. This is a day in the life, and this is Sean Mother Effin Dangler. Ah, it always sounds better when you put Mother Effin. I. I don't know why. I know I, I do swear on here, but for some reason I just didn't want to. That's okay. We're back. I'm back. Really. And this week on A Day in Alive, I want to talk about giving blood. Yes. I gave blood for the first time in my life. Uh la- last week. You know, last week at the A Day in Alive, I had no idea. Um on the podcast, what to talk about. I was like, man, what do I want to talk about this week? I don't have anything, you know? It was one of those two weeks in a row. I was just like, I'm just going to see if I end up somewhere. And they ended up like, it's funny, because the ones that I end up using or I end up going longer in are the ones that don't normally have anything to talk about because I just get on random topics. I don't know if that's the way to go. But this week I have a topic. And it's because after I did last week's episode where I was like, I don't have anything to talk about, did the episode, then not long after, before I went to bed, I was like, oh, I should talk about next week giving blood. That was something I did this week. And and so I wrote it down to make sure I remembered. And yes, I want to talk about giving blood. And I won't go into the real specific details because that's weird. Uh, But the reason... The reason I wanted to talk about giving blood is is solely, I you know I, I think I've talked about this before, but you know I'm trying to think of ways to help you know the, my community give back you know have that um, a collectivist view I guess whatever you want to say and this was an easy option uh, in the times of COVID where it's not like I have to go like volunteer and be around a bunch of people necessarily. There are certainly people at the, the um, blood uh, donation uh, place. But, you know, everyone was required to wear a mask, and, you know, I assume it's going to be as clean as possible in there. And so, yeah, I I was like, that. this seems like an easy option. I, I know, I want, you know, every time I go to the doctor and I have to get blood drawn, you know, they say I got good veins, so I'm not concerned about that. And so I uh, I was like, let's do it. Let's donate some blood. And sure enough, I I, I signed up. I, I live in, you know, Urbandale, as I've stated many times of uh, before. But I signed up for, so I just Googled it because I was like, I don't know. Is there, I like, where do you go? Because normally I've only heard of like blood drives, you know, like a school or a, community like hosting one and you know like that's the funny thing with growing up in small town iowa you think all these things only happen every once in a while but then when you actually live in like a big city you're like oh these that like there's a business that does this that's here the whole time you're just like oh there can be a movie theater in a town i don't have to drive 30 minutes to Oh, there is a mall like five minutes away and it doesn't have to be 20 minutes away. (laughs) So 
Yeah, yeah, I signed up for a, at Life Serve Blood Center, which there's two like full time locations, I guess, in Des Moines, and there's one downtown Des Moines, one in Urbandale. So I was like, obviously, I'm gonna go to Urbandale. And when I was looking for that, there are also you can look for like specific blood drives or anything, but but these two were the options where you could sign up for a certain time, schedule an appointment, and just go in. So I scheduled it, and and I was you know didn't think much of it. Appointment date comes, or maybe a day or two before, and I don't know if you guys remember from last week, but it was hot as balls, like everywhere, just hot, just hot, humid. It was great, and with my my job of sometimes being outside grinding people's garage floors, you know, you get a little warm doing that because there's not much air movement. And on top of that, you know, when you donate blood, they tell you you should be as hydrated as possible. So I think that helps with how fast you donate and that you just don't pass out at the end of it. And sure enough, the day I wanted to donate blood, it was hot as balls and we were grinding a floor in a garage. So I was like, okay, I'll, 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 I'm, I'm still game for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And so that day, and I, I think it's like the two and a half. No, liters would be way too large. So I drank, it's not like this regular like Gatorade uh, bottle you would buy per se. Like when you, my mom would buy this pack, like 24 pack of Gatorade from Sam's Club. Or like you'd buy at like a high school sporting event where you ask for a Gatorade. It was like the bigger size than that. I got Gatorade Zero. I can't drink regular Gatorade anymore. It's just too much sugar. Gatorade Zero has no sugar. It's just too syrupy. Uh, but the Gatorade Zero, Gatorade Zero, there's uh, it's like big, small, big. The 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 size I got, it's bigger than the smaller size. But I drank. Seven of those <laughs> that day. It was uh, insane. I was just downing them. And I think I had some water on top of that. Basically, what happened is before we got to the place, I bought two Gatorades. And then I, then I, how did it work? Then I left to get lunch, come back. I bought three more Gatorades or I went to the bathroom. I think I bought three more. And then I, then when we were done and I was going to go drive, luckily I had enough time so I could go uh, home, but then I bought two more Gatorades on top of it. So that was seven Gatorades. <laughs> so I was just down in Gatorades because I was like, I am not going to, my goal is not to be the person who passes out. And sure enough, I drove, I got that showered I went over to go donate blood and this is the one thing I didn't realize, but it makes sense, is it it takes more time to get ready to donate blood than it does to donate blood. Because I got there, signed up, and then because it's my first time, I had to fill out like all these, fo- this huge form with all this que- these questions. Essentially, it's just like, hey, like, you could donate blood, right? Like, seriously? Like, you're not doing this stuff? Like, mainly the one thing... There were multiple questions asking if I was a prostitute. Like, I'm not, like, it was just like, okay, sure. (laughs) I'm not a prostitute, but, like, it'd be like, have you ever had sex? Have you ever paid for sex? Have you ever been paid for sex? And I'd be like, 
Have you ever gone outside, stood on a corner, waved your hand up in the air, car drives up, and then you ask them for money to have sex? It's like, no, I haven't. Please, I really, I really have not. Sure enough, you know, I got through that. The only issue I had on there was not that I was a prostitute. It was that I, back in the day, I had some uh, major lung surgery when I got my pleurotary sac got infected and they had to shove a couple hoses up in me and clean them out. That was the only thing, uh, and then a nurse came, was gonna grab me, but then this other older guy was like, hey, I've been here, like, I've had two people go in front of me, blah, blah, and I got places to be, and I was like, hey, the guy, at a point, I was like, take that guy, I don't, I don't care, it's fine, so they took him, and he went and donated blood first, but, before, the, then a nurse came, grabbed me, and then we went in the room, and then they do a bunch of things and make sure you have enough iron. I didn't know that was a thing. They make sure, which for men, it sounds like it's usually not an issue. It's the women that will struggle with it a little more. But they basically just make, dude, make sure, obviously you don't have COVID by sense of like getting your thermometer and then you check your pulse and get your iron to make sure you're ready to donate blood. And then there's an, then, and then the issue of my lung came up, uh, which I, Thought I was like for a brief moment I was like oh man maybe I can't donate because that happened but then but they checked with their supervisor and they didn't they were like we'll just mark it down but or let you still donate so then I was able to go uh, after being in that room for longer than you think it would be uh, sure enough took me over to the little chair sit me down and prep me and then there's like and as as I'm I'm sitting there, the, the nurse is talking to me about you know how the process goes, what what I can earn, because what's weird? Okay, this is my thing with when people are, say they're donating plasma those places, but they get paid. I'm like, you're not donating plasma, you're selling your body, because <laughs> you're getting you're earning money. That's not donating. Donating is you uh, just giving your thing and then not asking for anything in return. And this brings me to the blood center point because when you donate blood, they obviously want to try and incentivize you to come back. So you earn points. And one of the things is like earn a hundred points and you get a t-shirt. And it's like, I, why I don't need a, Hey, I donate a blood t-shirt. I, I really don't need that. Another one was there's like automatic machines that uh, you can get an upgrade. I don't know. Like, the only thing I noticed was different was that there was a TV on them, which would be like, all right, that's kind of cool. Um, but you don't donate blood for, like, an hour. At first, I was like, man, you donate blood a long time. You don't. You don't do that at all. And then it still looked like nurses helped the person on there. So I'm like, I don't know what's automatic about this machine. I, I don't understand because it seems like it... Uh, is needs help all the whole time so i don't know maybe sometime i won't earn enough points and want to see how the heck that works but you know i sat there she talked to me the lady was very nice um and she was very cautious with me i could tell since it was my first time being like hey make sure your legs aren't crossed so you know circulation cut through and i look around and there's other people with their cross legs i'm like cool that's like like everyone else is doing. Let's see, you you are very concerned about me, and I appreciate it. I also have just an. I caught myself a couple times trying to cross my legs after that. I just I don't know. I must have a my body naturally wants to do that. Told me like uh, we'll put ice. They put ice behind my head because it was my first time there. 
because I guess some people when you donate blood get really warm, which is interesting. So sure enough, you know, they went through, uh, just prepped me for it or whatever, didn't it? And, uh, went in my arm, uh, which like, I know people are like disgusted in the sense of like, Oh, like watching blood or getting pricked. I'm not one of those persons. I'm kind of fascinated by it when, when, uh, and sorry if you pass out when I say this, but when the blood passes through, uh, the, what is it? The tubes into the, the sack, I guess. <laughs> sounds weird but yeah I don't mind I I honestly do not mind that at all and so that is it's not hard for me to do that so you know they did that she told me you have to squeeze this ball every three seconds to like I guess help you know help help your body normally like your body can just donate without squeezing things but that helps uh the blood flow a little easier when you squeeze it and so sure enough I just sat there for you know, they got me in. They're like, it'll be about 10, 12, 15 minutes. And I, I don't know if there's good, humble brag, but I, I filled up the 500 milliliter bag of uh, bag in six and a half minutes. So uh, I'm a pretty big deal, I'd like to say. I'm a pretty big deal in the blood, uh, blood donating sphere. That's probably from all those Gatorades I drank. But I did that, and it was cool. Donated all that blood. And, you know, they, you obviously are like, I'm like, oh man, I gotta make sure I just don't stand up and then pass out. So they get done, you know, figuring all that out. She gives the tips and make you eat some sugary and salty snacks in addition to having some liquids. And so I, you know, I did that, hung out for a little bit. I was like the last appointment there. So like there was barely anyone left. I had it all. It was delicious. Um, but I could tell like. I didn't think I was ever going to pass out, but I could tell my body was weaker, like, or, like, I just sensed, like, my body could feel that, you know, it lost some blood, and so I essentially just, you know, I, you know, I, I, I made sure I was okay, and I went out to my car, and the funny thing is, I, that day, I had, what was it, I had to go, I didn't get refunded for when I bought my car at CarMax that didn't have an owner's manual. So I bought one, but they'll refund you. And so I had to go do that. And CarMax was literally right next to the blood center. I was going to do it before I donated blood, but I was running behind. So I decided to do it after. But when I went to donate or go pay for that CarMax uh, for the, um, the owner's manual, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, this is this is a bad idea. Because I was like standing there waiting. I'm like, please come quicker. Uh, because I'm pretty sure I might just pass out standing here. I probably should not be doing this right now. And then there's also an angry customer behind me. And then that was just more awkward. The guy was like, I could could just, it's just one of those things where you could sense the like bad juju from the guy. Like you tell he was upset. He, well, he also talked to someone and you're like, yeah, he's pissed. And I think he might've rightfully been pissed in, in a sense, but I'm not sure. There's something about his, like he's looking to get his deed to his car or whatever, or his title to his car. And I'm pretty sure they had the title in there. And I don't know if like he had a fluky background or something, sketchy background, and this so they're double checking. But he stood behind me. They went around to the other side, and you could see him standing there. No one, they they're like, yeah, we'll help you in a little bit. Stood there for a while. No one ended up helping him. Then as I was leaving, I could see him coming back around because that's obviously somebody who's sitting there that had been helping me. So hopefully it all got resolved easily. But overall, my I I was still like. Kind of lightheaded, and I drove 
back, uh, you know, back to my house. And yeah, the rest of the night was kind of just a little, at least initially, probably for a little while. It was a little off. I made, we decided to get ice cream that night and I decided to let my wife drive uh, to go get it because I was like, I probably shouldn't drive just in case my body, you know, passes out. But I didn't, so I was fine. I also found out, and I'd never known this. No one, my parents didn't know, I and I never knew, but I finally found out my blood type, and my blood type is O positive, which is cool, I guess. I'm not O negative, where you're the universal donor. You can only get O negative, but I'm O positive, where I can, I think... There's a few I can donate to, but not that many. But I can get, receive a little more. It might just be oh negative I can receive, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's. I finally learned that lesson. That was like one of the main things is I I just wanted to find out if I was that. And then they also on top of that, uh, you probably heard Trump say like a week or two ago about you know we got plasma, we're ready to get plasma going to people because you know it's been somewhat proven or that it can help that it doesn't help in all cases but it does help in some cases where the plasma can be donated so when you get your blood drawn they'll also test you for the antibody covid antibodies so then i assume like then you can you know if you want to donate more because of that you can and sure enough i got myself tested uh for that um but i didn't think i had had covid at any point i did not have covid I did not. I did not show the antibodies. So I will not be donating for that. And I will be avoiding COVID as I, as I were. Because it slightly went through my mind. Hey, if I have it, then it's like, or I had it. It's like, who cares? I can do whatever I want. COVID can't stop me now, baby. But sure enough, I I don't. So I got to avoid everyone as before. So that's my time. My name's Sean Dangler. Thank you for listening. Look at that. I did just one topic, and I almost got to 20 minutes. Pretty dang impressive. So thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, tell your friends uh, about the pandering talk. It's fun to do these, so keep on listening. If you want, I highly suggest, uh, if you're listening, if you like the NFL, please listen to Jordan Rizika and I's uh, NFL preview that came out on Tuesday this week. Also, even if you don't like it, there's a moment in there where Ryan's cows got loose. Literally, his cows got loose. And I have it marked in the description, so you can just fast forward to that time. But it's pretty funny uh, for that brief moment of when his cows got loose and when he realized his cows got loose and then what he had to go do. So, that's basically it. My name's Sean Dangler. Thank you for listening. Y'all been great. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under the pandering talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.